Go. My name is Erika Vavrova. My favorite podcast is Serial, and you're listening ahead the podcast about postcards. Blah. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I'm Alice Hamilton, and you're listening ahead, the podcast about podcasts. We're four friends who listen to a lot of podcasts, love chatting about podcasts, and double love recommending them. So we decided to make one. Each episode, three of us get together, x-ray a different podcast, and give it a closer frisking than airport security. This week in the studio, we've got Ollie Monch, who doubles as our sound guy and gets furious if we leave the fan on. Hey, Oll. Hey. How you going? And Tony Wall, the man with an overwhelming love of hummus. Hey, Tony. Hi, Al. How are you going? First off, what have you guys been listening to, Al? So this week I've been mining a little, a little podcast called Signcast, which is a podcast about every Seinfeld episode. Oh, man, that sounds so good. So much potential <laughs> overhead. Is it minute overhead. for minute? Uh, the podcast is about an hour and a half. And a no. Seinfeld episode is like, what, 22 20 minutes, minutes or something? Minutes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's pretty in-depth. They do stuff about, you know, spin-offs as well. So, like, um, Larry David on Saturday Night Live. So because anyway. it is infamously the show about nothing. Yeah, which has spawned another show about <laughs> even less. <laughs> uh, Tone, what about you? Uh, this week I listened to my one of my faves, which is the Psychology Podcast. And it's this podcast where this guy, Dr. Scott Barry Kaufman actually interviews um, famous people in the field, in, psych- in the psychology field. And he- Scott has done this amazing redo of his intro, which I just had to tell you guys about. And he has got this full professional, like proper in the studio radio recording of his intro. Uh, and then it cuts to him with his awful radio <laughs> voice <laughs> recording off a Skype with someone you can't even hear. But it's so good. I just had to think this is... This is really good. I thought you'd appreciate that in particular. That we really went from lowbrow to highbrow there. Mm. Um, So let's get into it. Ollie, you're in the hot seat this episode. What have you brought us? Yeah, so this week, Alice, I've brought in 99% Invisible, um, the notorious uh, Roman Mars podcast. So first question, is the podcast notorious or is Roman Mars the owner of the best name of all time? Best name and serious voice. (laughs) <laughs> serious radio voice. He's like the uh, the podcast, you know, Richard Mercer. Oh. This is 99% Invisible. I'm Roman Mars. Absolutely. All right. What is this podcast actually about? Okay. So it's a podcast about design and it's a really broad definition of design. So architecture, infrastructure, furniture, sound, history, whatever it is. They might focus on a certain building or credit cards or inflatable men, you know, the guys you see in used car lots. Yeah, I didn't. I actually listened to a few extra episodes than I had to for this. For you this, listened um, ahead? I did listen ahead. Um, <laughs> but I couldn't work out what strung them all together. Like I didn't read the little precy about what po- this podcast was about. And I was like, how do they link why Penn Station sucks with the worst smell in the world? But now I know. For me, it's the kind of podcast that I find myself sharing with other people. It's, it is one of those classical, you know, I was listening to the, this podcast the other day, you know, kind of, kind of content. It's sort of like every episode I listen to, I find myself bringing it up in a conversation, you know, to make myself sound more intelligent. Breaking the rules pretty early, Ollie. Uh, you've brought us two episodes this week. Where do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Uh, two episodes because they were only short. And also I wanted to get across the diversity of this podcast. So the first episode is episode 110, um, Structural Integrity, 
which is about the Citicorp Center in New York. And the other episode is 198, and it's called The Ice King. And it's literally the story of, uh, of the ice trade from the mid-19th century, which, you know, both of these things, when you hear a synopsis like that, sound like complete snoozers. But <laughs> it's the way they craft these stories, put it together, that, that really makes it. At first glance, the building seems to violate the basic laws of physics. When you look up, you look directly at the underside of the building corner. It overhangs the sidewalk. I mean, where you'd expect a column or even the grounds, instead there's nothing, just thin air. Of course, the building isn't really levitating. It's propped up on stilts, which join the building at the midpoint of each side. It does not look sturdy. But it's got to be sturdy. It's got to be safe, or they wouldn't have built it this way. Right? Yeah, well, that's the secret about this building. And it was literally a secret for nearly two decades after it was built. The Citicorp Centre could very well have blown over in the wind. Ollie, I was really interested to, to, to note that you, you chose an episode about buildings with, with 99PI because you and I have had this thing going where we, we talk about how, oh, I, did you listen to 99PI this week? Oh my God, it was another episode about a building, man. I couldn't go any way through. And I thought, oh good, Ollie's gonna, if he's bringing this thing, he's gonna t- bring two interesting episodes. And, and the, the, the one episode that, which I know was an award winner, but I still, I, when I started listening to it, I thought, oh my God, I'm gonna fall asleep. Like it's about a freaking <laughs> building again. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. Why did you do that? <laughs> Guilty as charged. Well, that is their main thing. So I, I thought I had to do that. But that's why I wanted to bring in a second one as well. Because this is a really good story, really well told. And just the emotion of, of the way the story is put together, it does it for me. So is it fair to say that, you know, in order to like this podcast, you need to kind of dig the building stories because there's a few of them in there i mean i think they because again as a person who came really fresh to this podcast like i listened to a couple that were about buildings and i actually thought they were really interestingly told and i'm by no means an architecture snob but like i actually got something out of it that i wouldn't have normally gone into but i think what you just said was really interesting how you said that you know you're not an architecture snob and is that, I mean, is that this whole what maybe polarises people with this with this podcast is that when you think architecture, you do tend to think sort of haughty-taughty kind of, you know. Like it, it's uh, all just going to be like facias and atriums. <laughs> and uh, that's really the end of the story. Except. Um, and then second episode, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Is it yeah, so just related to uh, your family's obsession with Frozen? Yeah, it literally is. <laughs> and it's something that I'd never actually even thought about, but that opening sequence of Frozen <laughs> where, they're, where they're harvesting the ice, I'm like, what the hell are they digging all that ice out for? <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, for those who don't know, like me, it's the story of the ice trade where... Ice was harvested in North American lakes, packed on trains and shipped around the world on, on boats to the Caribbean and India and even like Great Britain. Like, why the hell does Great Britain need ice shipped over from America? It's just a you know, crazy story. And yeah, just something that really, you know, really hooked my interest. Because in 1865, no one had refrigerators. It wouldn't be for another half century until they started appearing in the US, let alone India. Think about the ice in those officers' glasses. If you were to zoom out from those glasses, and out, and out, 
and then zoom in on the United States, on Boston, on a frozen lake in the dead of winter. There, you'd find men working. You see a lot of men and horses and a lot of activity going on, and then you'll see horse-drawn plows, pikes and, and pusher bars or poles. So, Tony, I feel like you've got some chat on what you think could be improved. Yeah, so, I mean, I in my day job, I do sort of mask as a designer, so maybe I, I've got a little bit invested in this in this topic than I should. Um, I, I have really mixed emotions about this podcast because I really want it to be one of those ones that I listen to and I learn from and I'm like, yeah, I can take that emotion and I can take that passion into my job. And so often I listen to it and go, oh, I can't, I don't know what they're talking about now. Like, is that even design? And it sounds like you're overthinking it. Like, yeah, think- for me, it's entertainment. Yeah. So much of it for me is just, okay, this is a great story. It's loosely based around blah. In much the same way that I don't, you know, get to the end of an hour of This American Life and go, Ira, come on, let's let's keep it to the topic, please, because that last story was bullshit. That was more like a Bolivian life story. It's true. I mean, I don't know why I'm so hard. Maybe it is again coming back. Because you are quite hard on them being... It must be just because I'm, I'm more closely related to it, that I want it to just be about design. I don't want it to spring away and be about ice. At what point in this freaking episode was their design? And you know what? Let's, let's go back to the name, 99% Invisible. When, <laughs> when have you ever thought about where the hell ice started? So ice in drinks hasn't always been around. They made the point that, you know, they, they really had to sell people on it, give this shit away for free until people became accustomed to that taste. But where did this whole cold drink thing come from? It's such a cool story. Like... The whole idea of 99% invisible is stuff you don't think about. Like it's the, the fabric of everyday life that you may not have considered before. I, I would, my one thing that I would take from, from these guys is that they've had such good success, particularly recently. And here's this guy who started episode one in his basement, you know, recording these five minute podcasts. He, he stayed with it. And, and here they are 200 episodes later and they're still going and they've got all this amazing team. They do all this amazing research, come up with these great stories. Um, you know, it's kind of inspiring. Before we wrap up and give our ratings on 90% Invisible, it's my turn to do Boulder Pod. Boulder Pod! <laughs> so, uh, for those who don't know, Boulder, Boulder Pod is our tweak on Boulder Dash, the, the board game, where I will read out to you the name of a podcast and you guys need to tell me what you think the podcast is about. For this week, Sweet Teen Club. <laughs> Sweet Teen Club. I couldn't even get through you saying it without laughing. <laughs> and it's by Jack Rabbit FM. Oh, that's so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Teen Club. Well, the obvious is that it's some kind of... Porn. It sounds like porn. Well, I would have said the obvious would have been some kind of teenager-style Taylor Swift. Jack Rabbit Club. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Alice, you must have a feel for this one. I, look, my initial, when you first said it, my initial vibe was that it would be some sort of online community for the lovers of teen high school book drama Sweet Valley High. 
Alice, you are 100% yeah. right, and you are the winner of this week's Fall the Pod. Nice one. Every week, Carly Jacobs and Stacey Roberts go into deep nostalgia town. Oh my god, of course one of them's called Stacey. Yeah. Most weeks they'll dig into a book from Francine Pascal's Sweet Valley High series, but other weeks? Well, let's just say it's going to get very 90s in here. <laughs> There's a, they've only done three or four episodes, but let me tell you, they're, they're crackers. It's um, all killer. Uh, have you listened to them all time? I haven't listened to them any of them. <laughs> you got it. Okay, guys, so thanks for taking the time to uh, go over 99% Invisible with me. Ratings time. What did you guys think? What's the temperature in the room? Uh, I, I, I was subscribed. I unsubscribed. Ollie, ah, you've got me back in. I'm, I'm back subscribed. I've, I've, I've done the first 19 episodes now. I'm going to go all the way through the back catalogue. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be fuming as I do. <laughs> I will do it. I will do it. So I'm resubscribed. Yeah, I have to I mean, again, I had never listened to this podcast before this, but I really enjoyed it and found a lot of episodes that I wanted to listen to. So I think I will become a subscriber. So, mm. oh, and <laughs> and taking a leaf out of your book, I'm going to give it five Third Coast Awards out of five. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I will definitely give it um, four and a half um, Roman Mars moments out of five. <laughs> so Okay, okay, that's another great episode of Listening Ahead. Thank you to Tony and Ollie for some great chat this week. Uh, next week on Listening Ahead. From Gimlet, I'm Starly Kine, and this is Mystery Show. Listening Ahead is created and produced by Ollie Munch, Tony Wall, Alex Bailey Charteris, and Alice Hamilton. Our theme music is from Ladyback. This week, thanks to and grabs from 99% Invisible.